0: When productivity meets party with your girl, Party Perry, are you ready to turn, 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 turn. turn up your happiness, turn up your success, and everything in between? Learn how to have fun while getting all your stuff done. Throw the red solo cup and a pen because we are about to party. Let's go. Hello party squad. Did you know our squad is in 13 countries? That's just data from Spotify. So I know our squad runs deep. It runs deep, y'all. My name is Perry Richardson. I'm a business and social media coach. I teach and empower others to become the best version of themselves. And I am so happy, I'm so delighted to bring you another episode of Productivity Meets Party. If this is your first time listening to the podcast, then you are in for a treat. We have fun here, we have fun, and we get all of our stuff done. So go ahead grab yourself a pen and paper, boo. And make yourself a drink because we're going to have a good time today. If you are coming back for more, hello, can I just say thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you so much. I'm not a Spotify listener, to be honest, I'm like on that SoundCloud or just Apple podcast. And I saw so much love and support from you guys from the Spotify, like, I don't know if it's unwrapped or wrapped whatever it is. I just want to say thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you so much for all the love and support. I didn't think that there was really that much community on the podcast, but I'm so grateful that you're here and we are 13 countries deep, y'all. Let's go. I have a pretty dope episode for you today. I'm here with Skylar. She's an esthetician, skin therapist, makeup artist, and one of my students we talk about opening a business in covid not just opening any business but a business in the beauty industry we talk about how building relationships is key to a thriving business ways to keep your clients and of course how she went to six clients to being fully booked with the power of coaching we got to talk about a little bit of coaching in this episode And then Skylar dropped some tips and tricks on how to upgrade your skin routine. Oh, and yes, Skylar is my student shout out this week. I can't wait for you to hear her story, but she went from six clients to being fully booked and she's been fully booked for a hot minute now. So shout out to Skylar for being the student shout out this week. Before we get into the episode, I just have a couple of announcements. The first one is tomorrow at 3 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time. I will be going live on Freedom Ray Wear's Instagram page, dropping some social media and business tips for you. But it's been a minute since I've gone live on their profile and I'm excited to... it again and so thankful that they invited me back to do another collab do another coaching collab with them so tomorrow at 3 p.m pacific standard time 6 p.m eastern time at the time of this recording so this is going to happen december 7th um 2021 3 p.m pacific standard time 6 p.m eastern time and i'm going to teach you how to create high quality content this is one of my strengths i really pride myself on this and this is a reason why i have brands reach out to me over and over and over again this is the reason why instagram is literally paying me right now is because i consistently show up with great fucking fantastic content and i cannot wait to teach you how to do the damn thing too so i will see you tomorrow i will see you tomorrow on their instagram page freedom ray wears instagram page at 3 p.m pacific standard time i have one more announcement to share my hanukkah giveaway is still open if you didn't know i did eight days of giveaways to celebrate every single night of hanukkah on my instagram page at party perry so so there's two giveaways open right now. So if you go to my Instagram at Party Perry, two ways at the end of Perry, if you go to my most recent post, you are more than welcome to enter for a hundred dollar gift card from Rave Bay Couture. And if you go to my Sunday post, my very first post, but it's pretty um, deep in there. I will have it in the show notes with like the link of each post to make it easier for you. You're welcome. You're welcome. Um, so I'll have that in the show notes for you. But the one that's been open since day one, y- you will receive a $75 gift card from Relita Couture and also three free social media coaching from me. So you would learn everything. I'm literally giving you an outfit and I'm teaching you how to grow on social media. So what more would you want? For that giveaway though, I really wanted to integrate the podcast because I figured Why not? Might as well, might as well. So for the coaching sessions with me and the $75 related gift card, you do need to leave a review on Apple Podcasts. You cannot leave a review on Spotify. You cannot leave a review on Spotify. Stop asking me. It has to be through either iTunes or Apple Podcasts. If you don't have Apple, I'm so sorry, um enter the giveaway for the $100 gift card from Ray Baker Tour. I got things for everyone, so don't trip. Enter the other giveaway. Enter the other giveaway. The giveaway with Ray Baker Tour, the $100 gift card will close tonight at 4:30 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. I will because I I just love you so much in the spirit of Hanukkah you'll have the whole week to enter the podcast giveaway just because you've only heard it twice on the podcast and I just want to make sure that if you didn't hear it the first time now you're hearing it today so this is your chance this, this is your chance so if you want to enter the podcast drawing and if you do have an iphone go to the itunes store it's called podcast it may already be on your phone it's free You cannot leave a review on Spotify. You have to on Apple Podcasts. Unfortunately, you do need Apple products. So you can either go to the iTunes store store on your phone, or you can even leave a review on your Mac, on your iPad. You can leave a review on any Apple product that you have, okay? But unfortunately, you cannot leave a review on Spotify. Before we get into the episode... I just want to share my see-a-chug, send-a-chug, and my party foul moment of the week. So my see-a-chug, send-a-chug is all of you, the partiers, the party squad. I truly just want to say thank you. Thank you for listening every week. Thank you for supporting my dreams. Thank you for showing up for yourself. And thank you for helping me build a true community. I wanted to read this post I posted on Facebook because I didn't I didn't even think this was possible for me. So I'm just gonna read it um, for you right now. No one cares. Or at least I thought no one did. When I first started my podcast, I knew it was gonna be successful. I knew it would just like take off and I would be the next Joe Rogan. But it didn't. I dropped episode after episode with no listeners. I made Instagram posts that would get like five likes. I told my friends to share and review, but they didn't. I didn't let these failed attempts define who I am or the success I knew that I could create. I kept failing, but kept going until I made my success guaranteed. Failure is just payment for success. This is my first time being a part of Spotify Wrapped. With only 35 episodes, my failure has made 74 fans have me as their number one podcast. My failure is why I have a five-star podcast on Apple. Failure is okay. If you're failing, then let me tell you, you're in the right fucking place. You're in the right fucking place, my friend. Failure just means you're one step closer to success. If you resonated with that, I would love to coach you. I would love to help you get to where you were meant to be. For you to wake up every single morning blessed, happy, hyped. To truly be there for yourself and other people and to change the world. The work that we do, the impact that you make, you can change everything. You have the power to create that impact. So let's create it together. Head to the show notes right now for a free 60 minute, a whole hour with your girl, whole hour mini session, really focusing on your goals and how you can achieve them. So go to the show notes right now. Um, Just click on the link and you can book a free call with me. My party foul of the week is finding out that the reviews I see on Apple podcasts are only from my country. So if you left a review and you don't live in America, which is just so stupid, I'd like honestly, Apple, like what, what doesn't make any sense, but you can only see reviews from your country. So I could only see reviews that were left from other users in the United States. So I just want to take a shout out, shout out to Canada listening to right now, Australia, what is good, the United Kingdom. Thank you. Thank you so much. And El Salvador, I see you. I see you. And I just want, so Spotify only gives me those ones. But if you're not from one of those countries, please let me know, hit me up. I would love to connect with you. And yeah, I, I love you guys so much. I love you, love you, love you, love you, love you. Are you guys ready to get into the episode? Let's get into the episode with the amazing Skylar, one of my amazing students. Hello, Party Squad. I'm here with a very special guest. I have Skylar on the podcast today. She was one of my students. She was my first three, and I'm just... So happy to have her on the podcast to really support her, promote her business, and just talk about what it's like to have a coach and what coaching can do for you. And to see her, I haven't seen her in a couple months, so I'm excited to see where she's at now and just to be part of her journey again. So welcome to the podcast.
1: Hi, hello. I'm so happy to be here. Yeah,
0: thank you for coming on. All right, So tell the audience who you are and what do you do?
1: Okay. So my name is Skylar. I run a business called Skin by Skylar Lynn. Um, I'm an esthetician and a licensed skin therapist and a professional makeup artist. So, um, and I'm in Springfield, Missouri. I'm basically like dead center of the United States (laughs) in the Midwest. So um, yeah, that's what I do. It's pretty
0: fun. So I want to talk about really like what is a skin therapist? What does that all like entail?
1: so basically a licensed skin therapist is just like a skincare professional it's kind of like a step under a dermatologist so um obviously a dermatologist is like a licensed physician so they can do like you know lots of crazy stuff so a skin therapist or an esthetician um either works independently or in a spa or like under a a dermatologist so like in a dermatologist office they'll like basically prep clients before they see a dermatologist, um, to take care of like, um, specific skincare concerns like acne and rosacea and like all the things. So, um, in my personal practice, in my business, I do, um, a lot of custom facials, um, targeting whatever my client's concerns are. So I'll do like a consultation first, tell them, you know, what I think they need, um, ask them what their goals are kind of and things like that, and then put them on like a treatment plan. Uh, but I also do other yeah. stuff like um, lash tinting, brow tinting, waxing, stuff that doesn't really need like a whole consultation, but it's like more like fun, you know? So um, I just like to make people feel good and help them with whatever their skincare goals are or beauty goals in general.
0: Yeah. Is that something that you always wanted to do? What got you into that?
1: So I got into makeup first. I, um, was a cheerleader in high school. I would like do the whole squad's makeup and it was just like really fun. And I just liked doing it. And like, once I did one person, I had to do everyone all the time. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And then, um, after high school, I went to an art school and studied like color theory and like the Mm -hmm. human body, like, you know, design, things like that. And it kind of took off from there. And, I honed into like what I really liked to do. So after I finished um, my associates, I went to school to be um, an esthetician. And while I was in school, I freelanced as a makeup artist. So um, that's Mm -hmm. when I got connected to the makeup artist that I work under. And she started to train me. She was trained in Paris and like has worked in New York Fashion Week and all these crazy things. So she trained me in like her specific style of makeup. Mm -hmm. And I basically like take on all of the jobs that she can't possibly say yes to because she's already booked Um, or like I'll assist her on like giant weddings and stuff. Um, So sometimes we get to work together, but not very often. Um, So that's where I started. Yeah. And then when I finished aesthetic school, I um, opened my business. And so throughout the week, I take clients out at my shop um, and then pretty much have weddings every single Saturday. And then, um do like commercial jobs throughout the week as well, so like I'll be on set a lot of the time doing makeup for photo shoots and commercials and things like that., hmm. cool cool. How long was the schooling? So every state is different, um, but most programs take between six months and a year. Okay. It's not as long as cosmetology school. I mean a lot of places offer like a joint thing, so you'd go hmm. for like two years and do both of them or whatever mm-hmm. uh, but aesthetic school by itself I think like some states have really short programs like um I think like Florida has one of the shortest it's like you're literally in there for like six weeks and then you're done oh, um and Florida I think Missouri, of course yeah 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 I think no shade to Florida, <laughs> <laughs> we love the Florida yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um but yeah it's Missouri is like on the longer side. It's 750 hours, which normally takes about eight months. It took me a year because of COVID. So I actually graduated during the quarantine era of life. And um, my school basically shut down for like two months before we could go back. So, and then everything had changed. And obviously it changed our whole industry a lot because what we do is so hands-on we're like face-to-face with people. My hands are you know, on people's faces and I'm staring into their soul through their pores every day. So mm-hmm. it's it was a lot. It was a lot of change going through that halfway through school, but we graduated and we made it and opened the business and opened the business during the pandemic, which was crazy as well. I really didn't know if I was going to have any clients at all, mm-hmm. but it's worked out. So yeah.
0: What kept you like motivated and wanted to continue, you know, pushing towards that career knowing COVID and like, could you even get clients and because that was one of the first things I feel like got shut down was the whole beauty industry.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was really scary. I mean, like in the beginning, obviously kind of collectively as the whole world, we didn't really take it as seriously, at least in America, obviously as seriously as it was we were kind of like oh well like everyone will like quarantine for two weeks and then like it'll be over you know and we won't have to deal with this anymore Mm -hmm. so after the school had to be shut down and then when we came back and everything was so different and like we had to wear we didn't just have to wear masks we had to wear a mask and like a big face shield
0: Mm -hmm. um
1: to like to be with any of the clients so it was like hazmat suit looking scenario (laughs) and so it, it was actually like really scary And, and at the time, um, my stepmother actually had cancer. So I was like overwhelmed with like, oh my gosh, I can't touch anyone. I'm going to like literally kill someone. So, um, it was a really scary time. And then after graduation, when things really still weren't, because I had had my whole, um, plan of opening this business, Mm -hmm. like, before COVID even happened. So like I started school and I met with the woman who um, owns the yoga studio that my shop is in, which by the way, is my setup. I rent a room out of a um, yoga studio. It's so cute. Um, So anyway, she had like emailed my school and then like, I have this room. I just opened the studio. I really want someone to rent it out. And I reached out to her and that's how that all happened. But so we had that plan before COVID even happened. And then everything Mm -hmm. had to shut down. So once I graduated, I was like, okay, I guess this is still the plan because we're still rolling in motion. And um, I was just like, whatever happens, happens. It's not like a giant loss if I, you know, if it doesn't work out, but I was really hoping that it was. So I kind of just went for it and just didn't stop. (laughs) I'm glad you did it's, it, it worked. yeah me too
0: mm-hmm. everything worked out for sure yeah mm-hmm. what is something that you wish you would have known before getting into the industry
1: um well I really wish that I, I love owning my business I love what I do now but I wish that I had worked somewhere else first just because I feel like I did miss out in the beginning um kind of like working next to other people basically. So since I'm a solo esthetician, I, you know I don't have anyone to like bounce ideas off of. I, the only people I get to talk to about stuff are like the people who I got close with during school. So like mm. the way is set, set up, you basically work while you're in school. So um, you take clients every day and then like, or like half the day you do like school work, you know book work and then half the day you take clients or whatever. And so it is kind of like running a spa with like all these other girls who are also going through the same thing as you. So there, it's nice to like, if you're struggling with something, you can ask someone, you know, one of your peers for help. And it's kind of like that in a real spa situation. And I do feel like I missed out on that, Um, working in like a professional scenario with other people that were doing the same thing as me. But um, yeah, so I wish I would've known kind of um, to do that first. And also the business side of things. I mean, like they don't teach you stuff like that in aesthetic school. They don't teach you. I mean, there might be like a chapter in the book about how to run your own business, but it's not actually going to help you do anything. So Mm -hmm. (laughs) I do like, I don't know, had the foresight to learn about certain aspects of running a business before just diving into it. Cause it was like a really hard learning curve, just opening everything on my own but I'm lucky to have good people in my life that are like in business. My sister's an accountant, like, you know, she does all my work for me. So I'm lucky to have people like that, but there are definitely people out there who don't have that. And just like, they're like, okay, I finished school. I'm going to start my own spot. And it's like really, really, really hard. So yeah, I was lucky enough to feel confident in my work. So like, I know that I love what I do and that I was going to be good to all my clients, but running the back end of a business was like a total struggle.
0: Mm -hmm. Do you think that's still the hardest part is the back end?
1: Yeah, definitely. And that's like the hardest part to stay motivated about too. So like I, you know, well, I would work myself to death, like with clients, like I physically with clients, you know, like I'd take as many as I possibly could. But then doing all of the taxes and the, you know, the social media and, you know, the promoting everything is like, is ridiculous. Honestly, it's like a lot to, it's basically another full-time job on top of the job itself. So yeah, Mm -hmm. it is definitely the hardest part. It's the hardest part for me to like stay motivated about and thinking like, okay, you have to do this so that you can do the fun part, Mm -hmm. but it gets done.
0: (laughs) Yeah, good. How do you keep yourself motivated to be like, you know what, like, yes, I have to do this, but like, I'm just gonna knock it out and get it out the way.
1: Yeah, a lot of the times I'm like, should I just go work in a spa? Because then I don't have to do all this back end stuff. But then what keeps me doing what I do is the clients that I already have that I've made connections with that are in the specific area that I'm in. And like that they would, you know, I know that they would be upset or heartbroken if I left and they couldn't come see me anymore so that really keeps me motivated to still be a business owner and then also my um mentor that I do the makeup work under I mean she runs that whole situation by herself and has two little kids so like that really motivates me as well because she has struggles and I see her all the time but she's like so strong and so cool. She's like the coolest person I know. So that really keeps me motivated as well to kind of see someone else doing it and being successful at it. And um, yeah. And just seeing that like everyone is a real person. Like you see people on social media who are successful and blah, 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 but it's like, doesn't seem attainable. Mm -hmm. And to like know people in real life that are doing the same things as you and making connections with those people really helps me a lot.
0: Yeah. Good. That's, I love having like a mentor and a coach and just people to look up to, to like give you the possibility that you can do it, to motivate you, to give you advice is amazing. If you definitely need mentors in your life um, as a business owner or not.
1: Yeah, exactly. In anything.
0: Hmm. Did you always want to own your own business? What really, what made you not want to just, you know, work at a spa and, you know, be an employee?
1: Yeah, I, I, have well so the whole time I was putting myself through school I worked in retail and and then just like freelance makeup on the weekends and I knew that like working for someone else was not my jam already by the time I was in school um not that I'm like I can't work with people and blah 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 but like it's just it's easier to have control over your situation so For me, like, I learned in school, basically working next to other students that like, the quality of your business or like the reputation of your business is looked at as a whole, you know, so like, you could work in a spa and do amazing work. But if two other people in your spa are not doing amazing work. And then like your whole spa gets a bad rap, you know, and everyone in the town is like, don't go to that place. Cause I had a really bad experience. Yeah. It like, it gives you a bad name that you didn't deserve. So, um, and that could happen in any situation, whether the spa is like five star or not, you know, somebody could give a bad review and it just looks bad on you, even if your work wasn't involved in the situation at all. So I just knew that like owning my own spot would be, um, the best way for me to go because it would hold me accountable to like a standard so like Mm -hmm. if only my name is attached to something if I'm the only person responsible for it then like I have to do a good job and I have to put in the work because I can't fail (laughs) Mm -hmm. it just like you know would be detrimental so that it kind of made me um accountable to the situation basically and to my work ethic
0: Mm, I love that the accountability for sure yeah make you really show up presently and fully for your clients
1: yeah I knew there was no one else that I could rely on so I just had to do it Mm -hmm.
0: yeah I love that what do you like to do more um being like a skin therapist or doing makeup
1: um I think about this all the time like I actively think about it and I'm like if I had to only do one, what would I do? And I really don't know. I love doing both. I love like kind of combining the two. So like a lot of my brides will come and see me before their weddings to get facials, to get Mm -hmm. a lash lift, to get, Mm -hmm. you know, so I kind of like, I like being able to like package things for people. So like a ton of my clients who come and see me for treatments, they will, you know, book me to do their makeup before an event or something. So I like just Mm -hmm. making connections with people to be like, there for them in that beauty space like long term so like Mm -hmm. you know I can give them monthly facials and then I can like you know do their daughter's prom makeup or whatever you know like I like building those connections with people and a good reputation so that I can do both for them in the long run you know and just kind of like stay in their lives in that capacity and that really That's nice for me because it feels like, especially the more I get connected to like other creatives in my town and my city and stuff like that, it makes me feel like I'm kind of contributing to like, um, you know, a community of some kind. So I like will, you know, follow my clients to do whatever they need, basically. So yeah, I don't think I could pick one because I like combining the two and being able to offer both and the flexibility of- Like if I was just stuck in my treatment room all day, I would get, I would like lose my mind. Mm -hmm. Or if I was just doing weddings 24 seven, I would lose my mind. So I like being able to do both so that I'm not, I don't get bored. I don't get like, you know, tired of doing the same thing all the time or like burnt out basically.
0: Mm -hmm. I love to like double dipping the clients and having them do both of your services is awesome. Yeah
1: exactly yeah yeah not to make it like a oh i can pick their pocket two kinds of ways but like yeah it is like the more services you offer you know that's why i'm always like getting certified in more things and like because you know i might if i only offered five things on my service menu somebody might not come to me because they want this this or this you know that they could go get a different spa so mm-hmm. the more things i offer and the more um you know, services I have or opportunities for people to come to me, then the more people will come to me is how I look at it.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love that, the opportunities and yeah. it's I, not. Yeah.
1: Sorry. Should I go ahead? No, you're
0: good. It's not about like the money, but just like being skilled in more things, you can give more value and help more people serve more people.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: Why is skincare and beauty important?
1: So for a long time, I really like struggled with um, like the vanity of everything. And like, I was like, I don't want to just like be this person that like goes into beauty, you know? And like, I don't know. I didn't want it to like make people feel bad about themselves in any way. I didn't want people to feel like they needed to like enhance themselves in some way, you know? Mm -hmm. So I knew I wanted to stay away from like, Cosmetic aesthetics and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. for a long time, I was like, I only want to work in like medical aesthetics or, you know, doing something that would help people. But the things that I do that are like, you know, beauty and cosmetic, it's like, you know, I can all makeup can wash off at the end of the day. And it's like, whatever it like make someone feel good about themselves in that moment and like it's more about the connection you have with them in that moment so like even if i'm doing a facial or whatever it's relaxing them for an hour you know it's like Mm -hmm. it's making them take time for themselves to like make this appointment to be there for an hour to turn off their phones for an hour and just like commit to the self-care of treating themselves and like having someone else just like wash their face and whatever, or like Mm. tint their lashes. And like, it's just, it's just fun. You know, it's, it's supposed to only be fun or helpful or educational in some way or relaxing, you know? So I'm like, at the end of the day, none of those things are hurting anyone. So Mm. yeah, that's why I love what I do. So it's, I, I like referring to myself as a skin therapist because it makes it sound more like I'm helping people on a skin journey you know so Mm. yeah yeah I love
0: that helping people on their skin journey yeah Mm -hmm. what are products that everyone should have in their skincare routine
1: okay so number one number one number one above everything is SPF
0: Mm. I was gonna get like sunscreen yeah Yes. (laughs) yeah
1: gold star for Perry. Yeah. sunscreen. <laughs> um, yeah, Number one, it's like any other product on the market that's labeled as anti-aging is a lie except retinol. Retinol is definitely anti-aging as well, but retinol and SPF are like the only two things in the world that are actually going to keep you from getting the fine lines, the wrinkles, the hyperpigmentation that makes you look older or shows your age when you are older. Um, other than that, whatever works for you is best. So obviously I recommend everyone have a good cleanser, a good exfoliant twice a week, the you know serums and moisturizers that they like and vibe with and that work for them. And then the SPF, those are like the staples of every good routine. And then more importantly than, more important than the products that you use is the consistency of using those products. So mm. morning and night, getting your routine in every single time taking your makeup off every single time is always going to show better results than like say somebody has like an iffy skincare routine and they don't do it very often but they get a facial every other month it's honestly not going to help as much as having a consistent routine that you do night and day every single day Mm. obviously I recommend going getting those facials every couple months but it's like getting an oil change for your car you know it's like maintenance whereas mm. like the stuff you do every day in that routine is going to be like the most important
0: yeah for sure yeah so really like what is the facial and how can it benefit someone
1: so I like to have a little consultation with all of my clients before um, I give them their first facial. And then afterwards I like take notes in their file and things so that I can like remember for the next time they come and see me. Um, And that's kind of what starts their like quote skincare journey. So I always ask people, of course, if they're allergic to any products or anything that they can't have. And then um, I get into asking them what products they use at home and how often and all these things. And, and then I get into what their concerns are. So if their concerns are hyperpigmentation or, um, fine lines or acne or whatever, and then I choose what products I use in the facial and what like tools and things I use based on that consultation. So every facial Mm -hmm. includes, um, a double cleanse. So I always cleanse with an oil cleanser and then whatever cleanser best suits their needs and then i do an exfoliation which is usually usually i'll do both a chemical and physical exfoliation so physical exfoliation being more like a scrub um and then i'll get into um if they need extractions if they have acne if they have blackheads all of that and then we'll usually do a mask um, and i'll choose whatever mask i think best suits them or whatever mask goes best with the treatment that I'm doing. And then um, after I do the mask, we'll do like a whole like chest massage, facial massage, you know, like the relaxation Mm. part sets in. And then after that, um, it's really just about like building up a layer of good products after that. So I'll start with Mm. like a serum, whatever serum is best for them, whatever moisturizer is best for them. And then if it's still daylight out at the time of their appointment, I'll put an SPF on them and an eye cream and like a lip cream yeah mm. that's basically the whole um the whole spread of the facial and obviously there's different kinds so I can do like dermaplaning, which is like shaving the face basically and getting rid of all the dead hair so like um there's different kind of tools and treatments that I can implement in to any customized facial just based mm. on whatever the client needs
0: yeah what is your favorite service that you like to do
1: um so in general facials are my favorite service um i also do the full body waxing and like um brow tinting and all the things um facials are definitely my favorite to do in general um and then within facials microneedling is my favorite um because basically there's there's pretty much no one out there that can't have microneedling done it can like benefit anyone and and it really does like it, it's it's amazing. So basically it's collagen induction therapy. So it prevents fine lines. It's really great for texture. It's, um, for acne scarring, things like that. So it's kind of like an all in one amazing treatment. And so, yeah, that's one of my favorites to do. I do it on myself all the time. It's nice. Nice.
0: Good. Good. Yeah. I want to talk about just coaching and the success of your business that you've had. How many clients do you have right
1: now? So I don't know how many clients I have right now, but I can tell you it's way more than when we started. Um, it's, I don't have an exact number because it's ever evolving. Um, and it's seasonal. So like makeup season and skincare season are kind of opposites, which is also why I like doing both of them. So like Mm -hmm. right now, the past three months has been wedding season. It's engagement season. I've been like, out the roof with makeup jobs but then after Christmas all of that will die down and then it'll be like skincare season so like Hmm. you know I'll sell a million gift cards at Christmas time and then everyone will come in in January and February to redeem those gift cards and so it's kind of a revolving door so I have a, a different amount of clients all the time but it's like different scenarios that I have those clients in and because of these like opposing seasons, I'm always busy, which is awesome. And I'm never doing the same thing, so I don't get bored. But yeah, I definitely am like booked all the time. It's the other good thing about owning my own business is that I can decide when I'm gonna take a day off. Mm -hmm. You know, I can like pre go into my books and like block off a half day and be like, this is for me. Mm -hmm. No one's taking this, I'm having this time and and yeah so so that's nice um but yeah I think that answers your
0: question yeah I'm glad that you're fully booked um yeah now for sure I'm not sure how many that you had before was it six clients when we first started something like that it
1: was like yeah something really really low that was just like inconsistent and now I have a million more than that and it more, um, consistency. So I'll have, you know, the same clients come and see me every other month for the same treatments that they have done all the time. Basically that maintenance that I was talking about and like the journey of everything, like I've been able to more, um, how to like educate my clients on, um, the consistency of that care for themselves. And that's really nice to have more clients coming back to me and like booking and referring and doing all the things.
0: Mm-hmm. you know that's something we worked on for a while was just retention yeah. and keeping the clients coming back to you over and over again i know when we first started yeah. coaching you were doing three jobs you were working you know part was it
1: full-time at target or technically was it part-time technically part-time but i would like pick up shifts all the time
0: mm-hmm. so you're working at target which is three jobs working three jobs is a lot how was it? Yeah. And in burrito? the very
1: beginning, I was in school. It was crazy. I, well, okay. So I should say that I technically still am now because uh, I do the makeup, I do the aesthetics, and I now run a social media for another business as well. So I, it's kind of all over the place. So on top of like running my social accounts, I, Also, run um, accounts for a brand. It's like a beauty brand. And um, so it's kind of all over the place still, but it's way better because I get to set my own hours, set my own boundaries, set my own limits on everything. And so it's a lot more controlled and in my own hands. Whereas before, it was like crazy hectic. I would, you know, have one thing booked and then have to cancel something else. And like scheduling everything was insane. And working retail part of the time was, like, draining my soul, and, yeah, it was a lot. <laughs> yeah, it
0: yeah, definitely is, for sure. How would you describe your life and your business before coaching, and then what it is today?
1: Um, so, I would say before coaching, I was kind of, like, lost. I was kind of feeling, like, stuck. Like, I was, like, stagnant, you know, and I was, like, completely unmotivated, I wasn't like ready to give up, but I wasn't ready to try very hard. (laughs) So yeah, it was, um, and now I feel like I've like made so much more of an effort to connect with my community and other creatives near me and to like stay self-motivated and, um, to really be there and show up for my clients. Um, and I definitely think that's, um, because of you and because of the coaching, because you always made it seem like it was like totally attainable, you know, like all these things that I was like worried about or like goals I have, you were like, okay, we'll reach that next week. Like it was, it made it seem more doable in my brain. Whereas before I would think about like all the things I wanted to do and I would just be like, oh my gosh, that's like way too much. And like, I'm never going to be able to do any of that. So I just wouldn't. And when you were able to like break things down for me and be like, this is a list of things that you can do this week that you're going to do this week, it made it so much easier to do. And now I'm able to like, look at things myself and be like, okay, well, I already did this, this, and this, and this within like the span of a year and a half. So I could do these other things that I want to do. And so, yeah, it's just like, it's given me a better outlook on myself and what I'm capable of. Yeah,
0: Uh I love that. I totally agree with, you know, I love making lists and really, you know, breaking things down, but even just like getting clients, like if I could sign three clients and I can sign another three, like if I've already done this, I already made money in my business, obviously I can make money again in my business. So.
1: Right. Exactly. When did you know that you needed coaching? Um, When I started to feel that feeling of like, That I was just stuck. So I had, you know, this really good like inertia in the beginning. I was like, I graduated, I'd done all the things, I like have all the paperwork. I'm, you know, I've done all the steps I needed to take and I'm going to do it. And then I'm just, you know, out there kind of floating in space at that point. I was like, okay, well, now what? (laughs) Like, Mm -hmm. you know, and it was like, I was, things were going in a positive direction still but not at like the scale I wanted or the speed I wanted. And I should have in the beginning had better expectations. I mean, I put these like hard expectations on myself when in reality, I opened a business during a pandemic and like it was what it was and it was successful even because of that. Or, you know, even, what am I trying to say? Even though that was happening, yeah. Mm
0: -hmm. And
1: so I kind of, got stuck in this space of like, oh my gosh, I feel like I need to be doing more, but I can't physically do any more. And all of a sudden I was like, I need help. And I'm definitely not the type of person to even like recognize that or ask for that ever. So it was a big step for me to go into coaching, but I really like, I had been following you for a long time and I had seen your coaching posts and I was like, I'm just going to do this and give it a shot because I mean, honestly, what can I lose? It's like, you know, it's, I was like, no matter what, I'm going to gain something from this. So that's going to be worth it. So yeah, I just did it. And, and it definitely was worth it. So.
0: Yay, Good. I love how you said like, either way, like I'm going to gain something from it. Like definitely yeah. like, that's what I want my clients to say. Like, you're like my ideal, you know, person it's like, <laughs> either way, like, I'm going to come to the sessions and I'm going to learn something and I'm going to gain something and I'm going to apply it to my life and my business.
1: Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I just thought like, you know, they always say like you put into it or you get out of it, what you put into it, you know, like Mm -hmm. however much effort you put into it, you know, you're, that's what you're going to reap afterwards. And that's kind of how I looked at it. So like, I knew you couldn't like single handedly turn around my business or something. I knew it would be my responsibility, but I was always thankful for the tips and tricks and tools that you gave me um, and that ability to like break things down and go step by step instead of like rushing into something and being like oh my gosh I need to get these millions of things done and then just like basically not doing any of them because I was so overwhelmed. Um, yeah. So yeah I was really appreciative of that.
0: Yeah of course anytime I got to. <laughs> I, I know like we really talked about like retention with clients and just you know, having clients come to you over and over again, what do you think's your secret? What's making you stay booked?
1: So we had talked about this so many times of like, how do I get people to come back to me? I'm like, so not comfortable with being like, you know, when then service is over being like, hey, so when do you want to come back? Hey, when do you want to do this again? You know, because Mm -hmm. that just like seems so odd to me and like whatever. So really focused more on like, um, making those genuine connections with people and like you know because as a skin therapist I mean it's almost like being a hairdresser as in like people want to tell you their life story they want to tell you the problems in their life they want to confess things to you you know they want to tell you funny things that happened throughout their week things Mm -hmm. like that so like I just really paid attention to what my clients were saying to me making genuine connections with people remembering them when they did come back asking about their kids things like this you know that like made them feel like I knew them and like I wanted to know them and made it seem more like we were friends I mean I am friends with my clients they're all my friends I consider them that for sure and so I think it made them want to come back to me more you know and it would make them think about me you know so like if I've made a genuine connection with someone and they haven't seen me in a while they haven't come in for a treatment in a while and then they see one of my posts on social media they're going to be like oh yeah Skylar I had so much fun with her last time or whatever you know and that's going to make them go in and book rather than just like seeing these pushy posts from me about coming and booking again and not having any connection with me they're not going to do that so you know it giving them that enjoyable experience making a good first impression And, you know, giving them a gift afterwards, treating them to something, giving them samples of stuff for free, you know, making that seem like I genuinely um, care for them. Mm -hmm. I feel like turned around my whole um, business. Yeah. And just feeling like, um, and also engagement, you really pushed me on engaging on social media as well. And that's really helped me too. So like, I do become friends with my clients for sure. And I like will swipe up on their stories and respond to their stuff and ask them about their lives and whatever. And it just like, I think it just makes them feel like I'm there for them. And Mm -hmm. then they want to come back to me. It's like with any small business in your community, the more they pour into you and the more they serve you, the more you want to give back to them, the more you want to support them. So I've just tried to kind of look at it like that. And I think it's paid off for sure
0: yes amen amen yeah. <laughs> yeah oh yeah connection is everything
1: yeah for, for sure. sure
0: is there anything else that we haven't talked about that you would like to tell the audience mm-hmm.
1: I mean this whole social media thing was really crazy to me at first because I'd only ever use social media for fun I mean like I've love Instagram forever since the beginning of Instagram's time. Like it's such a fun place for me. And when I first started my business, I really felt like that had been taken from me. And I was like, Oh my gosh, every time I get onto Instagram, it's like work. And like, I can't enjoy it anymore. And it's just annoying. And every single time I log in, I'm like, Oh, I have to post this and I have to do this and I have to do all the things. And i kind of tried to take that back and I'm trying to have fun with it again. So, um, you know, not like confining myself to all these like rules that we've been taught forever and ever about running a business on social media and being more genuine about stuff and connecting more with my audience has made it so much easier for me to um, stay motivated to even be on there at all. Like, I mean, I know so many successful estheticians that like aren't on Instagram at all, you know, word of mouth is like always going to be the best form of marketing, but I love it. And it is fun for me. And it is like, I treat it like it's my portfolio, like it's, you know, my resume. So Mm. I love posting my clients. My clients love when I post them and tag them and stuff. And it's like, it's now like fun and like a community rather than like, extra work on top of the work I'm already doing so yeah I just really want to like hone in on the fact that like it doesn't have to be so stressful all the time and there can be some like give if you like set those boundaries and everything and it'll help you stay motivated and stay inspired especially if you like connect with other actual people near you that are doing the same thing as you um To be able to like motivate each other and stay accountable, Um, yeah, that's the best.
0: Yeah, I love that. Like, I just know that you're one of my students because you're like community connection (laughs) bond. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) It's it's so true. Like, if you actually know your followers and you get to know them, like, you want to post, you want to be there for them. But if you don't know them and it's just a number to you, like, that's not mo. Like money numbers like that's not really motivating like even you no. might be like oh like if someone paid me I don't know five thousand dollars you know to do something like that's really not going to motivate you like you really need no. to have heart and like you know just the feeling of connection and love and mutual respect I want my following my audience I, I respect them I want them to respect me it's not just a number like I'm truly there right for them.
1: exactly I really in the beginning kind of like isolated myself and I'm I'm very much the type of person that like um, I want to do everything by myself and like prove myself and um, and a lot of the times that makes me come off as like intimidating or like a stuck-up bitch or like whatever you know sorry for cursing on your podcast but (laughs) I, I yeah I really like was kind of I don't really claim to be an introvert but I was very introverted about the way that I started all of this because I felt so much like personal responsibility about all of it and just like was so like tight about wanting to be my personal best and when I step back and look about like look at myself as like how I was coming across to people not that I was rude or anything but I'm like I didn't seem like the most warm inviting person in the beginning of all of this and that showed in my like return you know of customers and things like that so being engaging with people and making those connections really has truly changed everything because it shows them like I'm a human person and I'm like funny and easy to get along with and like it's nice to spend time with me you know it's not like going to be like awkward and a chore to come see me to have a facial done you know it's going to be fun and it's going to feel like we're friends so that's definitely made a difference
0: yeah good I love to hear that yeah this is a a question I ask all the guests what does Uh productivity meets party mean to you how are you able to have fun and get all your stuff done
1: yeah so I love this question it's having you know I mean, I'm the type of person, like, if I didn't have to have a job, I wouldn't have a job. I'd be partying all the time. (laughs) I would would be at a rave all the time. I would live at a rave. So that's the other part of staying motivated for work for me is that, like, when I am able to set um, those boundaries and set my own, like, time off, it makes such a difference for me taking those breaks, taking, like, 2021, I really thought was going to be, like, my grind. And I was just going to like work, 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 work. And I've traveled more this year than I have in any other year in my life. Like I've, you know, been on more planes than ever before and have seen more people than I ever have before. And I really thought that that was like not going to be possible Mm -hmm. at the same time as running this business. And it Mm -hmm. totally hasn't made it so much better. So it's definitely work hard, play hard, because if, I mean, I would get so burned out in my business and would not be able to do it anymore if I didn't take time to spend with my friends and to keep those other connections that are separate from work. It's like, uh, it's the most important thing for me. So that's what productivity means, party means for me, for sure.
0: Yeah, good answer. I love that. <laughs> I also would just spend all my time on a rave if I could. So.
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The end of a rave is the worst part because you're like, God, I was really telling myself I was just going to stay here forever. <laughs>
0: All right. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast. I mean, yeah. so much. I'm glad that we finally, we had a trouble scheduling, but we finally yeah. did it. We finally did today. it. Yes. Yeah. Where can everyone find you? If you can drop your socials and just, yeah, everything.
1: Again, <laughs> yeah. by Skylar Lynn on everything. Skylar with an E, not with an A. Because um, I'm unique and cool like that. <laughs> yeah that's pretty much it that's where you can find me
0: yeah and I will post everything in the show notes all your links and everything thank you so much I love you and I'm yeah. so just blessed that you are one of my first clients and I'm glad that I gave you results let's go and I'm glad yeah. that everything is still working
1: out for you yeah me too thank you for having me thank you for being you and doing what you do and for helping me so much I really appreciate you and everything you've done for me and I love you too mm, thank you <laughs>
0: There is just something about talking to another successful woman. A woman who knows what she wants. A woman who knows what she desires and takes it. She takes it. Thank you Skylar for coming on the podcast. I love you so much. And thank you so much for the kind words. I'm so proud of you. I am so proud of you. I'm proud that you have the courage to realize what you wanted in life. I'm proud that you decided to ask for help to figure out those steps that you needed for success and I'm proud that you never gave up even when you were pushed against the wall and you were dealing with you know all the life challenges I'm proud of you for for you being you so thank you thank you for that Thank you for coming on the podcast. Please follow the girl at Skyler Lynn. I will have everything in the show notes. I will see y'all tomorrow on Freedom Ray Wears Instagram page. Again, I'm going live, teaching you how to make great, high quality, amazing content. I will be there at 3 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, waiting to serve you again. I also have two amazing giveaways going on for Hanukkah. So please go enter those giveaways right now. The podcast giveaway. If you want three free coaching sessions with me, if you want to be like Skylar and you also want free clothes, go ahead, enter that. Party Squad, I will see you next week. Same time, same place. Thank you for the love the support, the encouragement. I just want to say thank you, party squad, and cheers to that. I will see you same time, same place next week. Love y'all.